0: Welcome to the Self Care Spotlight. I'm your host, Alyssa Cousins, and I'm inviting you to a lifestyle, a way of being, where taking care of yourself is everything from yoga to doing work that you love. Through my solo episodes and interviews with inspiring women who are just as likely to meditate as they are to curse. The goal of this podcast is to empower you to make space for you and your self-care and live your most radiant, aligned life. Are you with me? Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight. I am so glad that you are here. I know that you have so many podcast episodes that you could be listening to out there in podcast land. So thank you for showing up and listening to whatever I have to say today. It really does mean a lot to me. And if you haven't taken a moment to leave us a review or to give us a five-star rating on iTunes, I just wanted to plop in here and say... That would mean the world if you would do that. I know I say it all the time, but really, when I get to read your reviews, it just means so much to me. With that being said, today's episode is another solo episode, and we are going deep here, guys. We are going deep. We are talking about grace. And for me, grace is not a religious conversation. It's more of a spiritual conversation. So I really want to preface here by saying that in this episode, I by no means am advocating a specific religion and that when I say God, feel free to insert whatever description suits you best, whether that be universe, spirit, higher power, goddess, whatever works for you. For me, grace is not necessarily a... Um, only a religious term. To me it feels much more spiritual. So I just wanted to preface this little disclaimer by saying that here at the beginning of the episode. And beyond that for me grace it is one of my absolute favorite words. And I have truly wanted to do a podcast on this this term of grace. This idea this concept of grace for a while now But to be honest, I didn't feel like I quite knew what to say about it or why I liked it so much or how to even go about describing it. But then I realized that that quandrum or quandrum conundrum, conundrum, that I think it's conundrum, that conundrum in and of itself is the episode. So that's what we're really going to be talking about today. You know, like what is grace? How do we fall from it? How do we like channel it? How do we become it? Can we give ourselves grace? All of these things, all things grace upon grace upon grace. So in some previous episodes, I talked about being graceful in the transitions of life and giving yourself grace in those moments when you're transitioning and things are uncertain But what exactly is it? Grace, that is. Like, what is grace? I think grace is one of those words that you would get a different definition from nearly anyone you talked to. And I also think that some people would have no idea how to actually describe it. And I think that that's for valid reasons. I think it's almost an elusive term that describes many things, which is really describing one thing. And that one thing is kind of a feeling. So again, it's a little elusive. It's kind of hard to describe, to put into words. And yet despite its elusiveness, to be called graceful, or if someone said you exuded grace, I mean that would just be such a high compliment. You'd be like, "Oh, wow, thank you." <laughs> right? Like it to me, if someone said that, it's better than it's better than like you're so beautiful. Like if someone said, "You exude such grace." I'd be like, "Wow, thank you." <laughs> so, why is that? You know what is it? What is grace? And how do we fall from grace? You hear that saying, A lot like in the public eye, you hear people say, like, it was you know, they fell from grace, or you know, they fell out of God's grace, or um, they were saved by the grace of God. Um, So, there's this whole idea that somehow you can fall from grace, or that there is a saving grace, you know, a saving grace being something that, like, is your. a characteristic that you have that saves you from being a total hot mess and, (laughs) and completely falling out of God's graces. It's kind of, it's your saving grace. It's almost hard to describe it in another way. It's that quality that keeps you from being a total hot mess is your saving grace. Like for example, you know, the fact that you, you might be a total hot mess of a person who, you know, doesn't have their life together, but maybe you don't have your life together because you are giving so much and maybe you're a huge volunteer. You do a lot of volunteer work. So it's like you might be a hot mess and be an awful friend and never like you, 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 don't, you don't stick to appointments. You are relate to things all the time. You forget things all the time. But maybe the saving grace is because you're always giving back to other people. That's like that's the piece of you. That's the character flaw almost in you that saves you from having other people be like, they're not worth my time, you know, it's, that's just an example off the top of my head, I'm sure I could come up with a better one if I sat down with it, but you get what I mean, that someone can be, like, maybe a shitty person, but there is some kind of quality about them, say that they're, like, really funny, or, you know, they're actually a really great listener, so despite their other shitty qualities, it's somehow they're saved it's their saving grace quality it helps them from completely falling from grace so again how do we fall from grace and can we give it to ourselves can we give ourselves grace it's something i say all the time you know what does that mean to give yourself grace and and how do you do that and how do we become grace how do we channel grace how do we channel being graceful so that's a whole lot of questions that I'm going to try and sum up in a shorter podcast episode. (laughs) So let's see how this goes. Just riffing here today on, like I said, grace upon grace. Okay. So to me, grace, I'm going to ramble again here. I'm just going to ramble off to me like all the instances of what I think grace is. Grace is the aha moments what I call, you know, weird, not weird moments, the, I totally get that all of a sudden, like it just clicked. Grace is God's work. Grace is when you don't book that plane ticket and the plane crashes. When you meet a stranger and they feel like a long lost friend. When your mother beats all the odds and survives a car accident, a miracle by the God's grace. Grace is when a child forgets memories of an abusive childhood, maybe until they're just old enough as an adult to have the support system to get through those relived memories. Grace is when you meet a radiant woman and she strides across the room and all eyes seem to turn onto her. I could go on and on, but to me, This is all grace. Grace is that feeling that you get after a really hard day and then you walk outside and the sun is shining on your face and you take a breath of fresh air and you get this feeling inside that you're okay. This is all grace to me. What does it mean to you? You know, what are your moments that you've had that is grace, that you're like, that was grace right there, or that person? Example A, grace. Something to think about. So for me then the next question becomes, okay, so these are some ideas of what grace is. Then what does it mean to be graceful? Again, like if someone told me, you're really graceful. You know, for me, when people have told me in my yoga practice, you, you move really gracefully. Again, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Like, that just feels so good. It feels like a high compliment. I think the answer to what does it mean to be graceful is truly right there in the word. To be graceful is to be full of grace. To be graceful is to be full of grace. Isn't that good? Oh, that came to me. That was, there was an aha moment when that clicked for me. To be graceful is to be full of grace. I was racking my brain about how do I talk about grace in a podcast episode? It seemed like such an important topic, but how do I talk about it? It's something that we are all looking for. So much, I think, in this chaotic, scary world. In a feeling where we're never enough. Also, like we look for this grace. What does it mean to be graceful in those in these scary times? You know, what does it mean to be Doctor Doctor Ford, Doctor Blasi Ford, when everyone said that she was graceful in her testimony against Brett Kavanaugh? What does that really mean when we say she was graceful, when she was grace under fire? There's another a slogan, a little term for you. We use that one a lot too, grace under fire. To be graceful is to be full of grace. It made so much sense to me when I when I got that download and I thought, mm, I need to share that. That's That's a nugget, that's a golden nugget. To be graceful is to be full of grace. And the only way... I think that you can fall from grace, and I'm saying grace with a capital G, you know how I am. Grace with a capital G, the only way you can fall from it is when you think that you are separate from it. The separateness is what breeds, I think, those feelings of not enoughness, or I am better than you, or she is better than me. It breeds hate. Instead of love, it breeds fear instead of peace. It breeds scarcity instead of abundance. The only way you can fall from grace is when you think that you are separate from grace. And if God's grace is God's work, right? If that's what we say, like, by God's grace is like a miracle is like God's work. That's by God's grace is this miracle, if God's grace is God's work, then you are a piece of that, right? I really believe that we are a piece of this di- divinity. What do they always say? You know, that you're made of stars. In the Bible, we, and, you know, in Christianity, they say that you were made in, in the image of God. And again, I'm not saying this as a religious context, but on a spiritual level, I do believe that we are divine, I mean, honestly, whether you look at it from a super scientific perspective or you look at it from this really spiritual perspective of how we came to be here, the fact that we are here, that all these cells and everything came together, that these organs and that we can breathe and we have these amazing brains and these hearts that beat and lungs that breathe on their own and that we can think the way that we think and feel the way that we feel we have these bodies, I mean, this whole thing, and, and, and a woman carrying a child, all of it is such, it it feels so miraculous. It's so natural, and yet it's so miraculous. And I think that that is mind-boggling, and I love that about life, is it's just, just this giant paradox. There's so much grace in it, the fact that, you know, childbirth and having a child is such a natural thing right it is like one of the most natural things in the world right up there with death like it's it's just natural and yet when it happens people are so shocked by it right and yet it's such a natural thing but it's so miraculous at the same time so if you are a piece of god's grace you are a work of art You're a piece of God, the universe itself. You're a piece of it. So how could you ever be separate from it or fall from it if you're a piece of it? You hold a piece of it. How could you be separate? How could you fall from it? You can't unless you forget and you disconnect from it. That's what I think. And unfortunately, we do this all the time in today's world. We tune out. We numb out. We drink or we smoke too much weed. We, you know, and I'm not hating on people that smoke weed. I'm saying the people that, you know, that they're, they're numbing themselves out. They're drinking to the point of excess. They're smoking to the point of excess. We do these things to numb out, to tune ourselves out, or we throw ourselves into work. We place our last hopes and dreams into our kids. We buy every self-help tool out there. We spend thousands of dollars buying clothes and cars and bigger houses. We seek that promotion. We seek that title, the certification, the next big gig. We keep moving to try to find the place that feels like home, all the things, all in the hopes of finding something lost and filling voids where we don't feel like enough, where we don't feel like we belong. We're not enough, we don't belong, right? These are like the two biggest things I hear all the time in men and women, enoughness, belonging. But I do believe Because, I, you know, like we hear about it, we see it. I believe that you can come back if you feel utterly disconnected or you have forgotten your connection to grace and to a higher power and how divine and magical that you really are, right? The fact that you are here in this life, that you are here is for a reason. And the reason is simply to be you. That there is something utterly beautiful about that. And I do believe that you can come back from those feelings of forgetting your your connection to grace. I believe you can remember your grace. So I'm going to give you a really dramatic example here. But you hear about it with folks on death row, folks who committed horrible crimes And somehow on death row, they found their humanity and God's grace and his love. And they all of a sudden feel connected and they feel like they just get it. Like all of a sudden, everything is clicking and they're getting these aha moments. And, you know, you hear about it. And one of the stories that made me think of this when I I started brainstorming about this episode was the book by Anthony Ray Hinton, and it's called The Sun Does Shine. Now, I didn't read the book. But I listened to his podcast episode with Oprah on her Super Soul Conversations podcast. And this episode with Anthony Ray Hinton, the author of The Sun Does Shine, was truly remarkable. I mean, the man was accused of a crime in the South. He's a black man. And he was basically, he was accused of the crime and he absolutely did not commit. And it was, um, you know, It was just the wildest story ever. But he was in prison for, oh my God, I don't even know how long. But the fact that for him, he was able to get out after being wrongly accused is amazing. And he could have been really bitter for that. But yet, man, he is. Talk about graceful. He is. That man is full of grace. And he had a time where he did disconnect from it, but he came back from it and remembered that connection that he has and not only him but in the story he in the book about his time in president he writes about um a white man who was i think he was in maybe i think was he in fact in the ku klux klan i think he might have been he was a full-out full-blown racist i believe he said he was in the ku klux klan in the south and this man was on death row as well as Anthony Ray Hinton at the same time. And what was crazy is that at the end of this white, racist, deeply racist man's life, who his whole life had been taught to hate, he found his humanity. He found love and he found grace again. And Anthony Ray Hinton talks about how deeply moved he was by the fact that he said, you know, you kind of realized, and this gentleman, this white man, had realized that in prison, when we're all on death row, we're all the same. We're all the same. We are all grace. We are all God's work. We are all we all come from the same place, the same higher power. And that it's only whenever we forget that and we disconnect from it and we separate ourselves from that, that, again, we have fear and we have hate and all of those things that we see so much in this present-day society. And just like the trees and the animals and the rocks, I know that sounds really woo-woo, but I think he even talked about that in the interview that we aren't separate we aren't separate so to be graceful is to be full of grace and you know think of it like when you see when you see a woman another example when you see a woman who carries herself in such a way that she beams radiance I think that she beams that radiance because she knows she is full of grace. She knows she is grace. She knows she is divine. So she has that confidence that says, like, I am here and I am me and I, I, am, oh, and I am enough and I love myself. It's that simple. And yet it's not so simple for our egos because they like to tell us that we are nothing special. But that's not your soul talking bad to you. That is totally your ego. I believe your soul Your soul is full of grace, right? If you've got soul, you've got grace. Your soul is not the one that is talking bad to you. That is not your inner... Your inner critic is not your piece of your soul that knows better. That is your ego getting in the way that is keeping you separate from your soul, from that piece of you that knows so much better, Right? So just think of someone right now, think of a woman who you can think of, a person you can think of, man or woman, and when they walk in the room, you're like, damn, she radiates, she's got it. I think I've said this before, like I see this so much in Kundalini practitioners that have been doing it for years and years and years. They just seem so in tune with, (laughs) with their own energy they're in tune with grace and you know the word grace is used a lot in the the texts about kundalini yoga and i can see why and you would know why if you've ever seen a longtime practitioner of kundalini yoga you're like again damn i see it you don't only see it it's a feeling you feel that radiance you can see the glow and you feel it more than anything so if we are spiritual beings having this human experience and if you're thinking I want that too I want that too like I want to be that radiant I want that glow I want to feel that confident and in love with myself I believe that you absolutely can it's innate in you it's natural in you we just got to that's what the work is that's what we got to dig in there that's why we do all this you know we call it the soul work we dig in there we do the work we get off all the shit all the dirt all the layers and we're peeling that onion back to get back to who we really are at our at our truth at our heart of our hearts we're peeling it all back and we're getting back to grace and if we are spiritual beings having a human experience, as you hear all the time, then I'm here to tell you that you are of grace. And since you are of grace, I also believe that you can anoint yourself with grace or that you can ask for grace when you really need it in your life. I don't think that it just has to be given to you. I think you can give it to yourself because you're a piece of it, remember? So I came up with this really simple affirmation that I shared earlier in the summer during Project Spacious Summer that came to me and it felt really good and I'm going to share it with you again here. It's really simple. I give myself grace and space. I receive grace and space. Let's repeat that out loud or in your mind right now. Let's do it. Like we're all together here. (laughs) I give myself grace and space. I receive grace and space. So the next time that you find yourself in a state of, I am not enough, or how did I mess that up, or I can't handle this, I'm terrible, I suck, remember, remember, I'm asking you to dig deep and remember that you, I believe, are a direct channel To grace. And you can anoint yourself with these simple words. I give myself grace and space. I receive grace and space. It's a give and a receive. If you would like to see my whole extended grace and space ritual, that I have in a video format. I use it with my Making Space Mentorship clients, like this whole Grace and Space ritual. It's very simple, it doesn't take long, but it feels really good. Also acts as a bit of like a meditation of sorts, slash visualization, slash the extended portion of it is also kind of, um, can be a journal writing exercise. It's, it's really cool. If you want to check that out, the full Extending Grace in Space ritual in a video format that I filmed for you, you can go to the show notes or you can click on the, um, excuse me, you can go to the show notes and click on the link in the show notes or you can go to alissacousins.com forward slash episode 70. And by the way, I did not plan on this episode of uh, all about grace being episode 70. It just hit me that seven is like the most holy number in the Bible (laughs) and in Christianity. And it's episode 70. That's really, really interesting. I did not plan on that. Super cool. Wow. Okay. So yeah, if you want to see, that's a weird, not weird moment. And again, maybe the weird, not weird moment is that's, uh, that's God's grace. That's synchronicities at play. And I think synchronicities have everything to do with the universe just kind of showing us, like, you're on the right path. You're on the right direction. Like, it's like a giant thumbs up from the universe. So that's, to me, like, that's what I mean when I say a weird, not a weird moment. It's like, it's the it's the synchronicities of life, of God's grace, of you've got this. Thumbs up. Keep going. So there you go. Episode 70, you guys. This one all about God's grace. Anywho, (laughs) if you want to check that ritual out, the video... And put it as a part of maybe your, uh, you know, how you start your day or end your day or if in the middle of the day. You can also use this ritual. It's really quick. There's two variations of it. So the shorter version you could do in the middle of the day, even at work, if you need to give yourself some grace and space. And then the other one is a little bit more extended that you could do at home when you have more time for a fuller, longer meditation. That's at AlyssaCousins.com forward slash episode 70. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Self-Care Spotlight. I truly hope that you got something out of this, that maybe you understand grace in some ways a little bit better. I hope that my interpretation of it made some sense to you. Maybe you had some aha moments yourself. Maybe you can, I hope, see yourself in light, that you can see yourself surrounded and of grace. Um, that you can feel that you are connected to it and that we only get disconnected from it, I believe, because we forget. We forget where we come from, where our souls are from. We forget that we aren't just here for no good reason, that there is so much reason for you being here. And again, think about the magic of the fact that you are here in this lifetime, in this body That's amazing if you really sit and think about it. It's one of those things that, like, blows your mind. Just like the fact that we're, you know, on this planet spinning out in the middle of space somewhere. When you think about it, it blows your mind and it's a little scary, but yet it's so amazing. And I'm going on a tangent here, but you get what I'm saying that there is, hopefully, you can feel that you are a direct channel to grace, that you can give yourself grace, that you can ask for grace and space when you need it most. (sighs) If someone you know needs to hear this message, if someone you know is struggling, if they're feeling disconnected, if you feel that they have forgotten, that they are feeling separate from grace, that they are feeling not good enough, um, please share this with them in some way, shape, or form, however you like, and spread this message so that we all can reconnect to that place within ourselves to truly live our best, most radiant aligned lives possible. I'll talk to you soon guys. Bye now.